Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. SAP S4 HANA and Oracle Fusion are two of the most common ERP systems in the marketplace. But how exactly do these two ERP systems compare and which one is best for your organization? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And we're working with larger organizations that are going through ERP evaluations. One of the common comparisons we do for those clients is SAP S4HANA versus Oracle Fusion. Now, these are the two most common ERP systems in the marketplace, not just in general, but also for larger organizations. Organizations that are in the upper mid-market as well as large enterprises and Fortune 1000 organizations are more likely to evaluate these two options, perhaps just those two or perhaps among other systems that they're comparing to as well. Both systems have been around now for several years and their predecessor legacy systems have been around for decades. SAP and Oracle have dominated this space for quite some time. So it's interesting to look at how these products have evolved over time, how the strategies of the two vendors have evolved and how the two systems compare to one another. The good news in the evaluation between SAP and Oracle is that the two systems, S4HANA and Fusion, can't be much different. There's a lot of commonalities between them, but there's a lot of differences between the two systems. And I really want to highlight and focus on those differences here today to help you determine which one might be a better fit and which one might be a better choice to go do a deeper dive to understand the capabilities as it relates to your business requirements and needs. Now, both of these systems are highly scalable. They're systems that are built for large organizations. They have complex and diverse functionality that fits the needs of larger diversified organizations. And both systems, as I mentioned before, are very well established, so there's a certain amount of maturity that both systems have. And finally, both systems have a, a huge plethora of modules and or bolt-on systems that can address diverse needs of different industries and different organizations. So there's a lot of commonalities in the two systems, but I'm going to focus today on the differences. Now, for a deeper dive comparison of these two systems, as well as how other systems compare to these two systems, I encourage you to read our 2024 Digital Enterprise Operations Report. And that report that we publish each year covers a number of implementation tips and lessons to help you through your digital transformation, but it also provides a number of benchmarks as well as independent and tech agnostic software comparisons and rankings to help you see how these different systems compare to one another. So I encourage you to read that. You can read it by scanning the QR code in front of you or you can go to the links below. So let's jump into the comparison of these two products. One of the big differences between S4HANA and Oracle Fusion is the level of standardization versus flexibility. Now, both systems are standardized to some degree and they're both flexible to some degree, but they're different more so than they are similar in this way. What I mean by that is, let's start with SAP S4HANA. S4HANA is generally viewed as a more rigid, more standardized way of conducting business processes, for better or for worse. And if you're an organization that's trying to scale through efficiencies and economies of scale and consistency throughout your operations, S4HANA could have a slight upper edge over Oracle Fusion in that way. However, if you're a decentralized and flexible organization that values flexibility, Oracle Fusion might be a better fit. And the reason for that is that Oracle does have a certain amount of standardization, but it also tends to have 
a more flexible tool set that allows you to configure and customize the software more easily than if you were to implement S4HANA. Now, don't get me wrong, customization has a dark side as well, of course. So it may be that you don't want to customize or you want to minimize customization, but you can accomplish that through project governance and controls and still get the benefit of some limited flexibility where you need it. Um, so there's other ways to mitigate the risk rather than necessarily having to deploy a more standard or more rigid system like S4HANA. So one of the key things that you can ask yourselves as an organization is which is more important to us? Do we want that common standardization across the entire enterprise? Or do we really like the option of having a certain amount of flexibility in the way we deploy technology throughout the enterprise? And that might guide you or lead you towards one versus the other. It also helps to look at the integration and architecture of the technology itself. And let's start with SAP S4HANA again. S4HANA was built on the S4 platform, which is essentially a database and an operating system on top of that database that is real time. So without getting into the technical nuances and details, S4 is a database and platform that allows real time data processing without consuming a huge amount of memory within the system. So it allows faster processing of data and a smaller footprint in terms of processing and the consumption of, of that data. So the S4 platform is new to SAP, in particular the S4 HANA platform, and legacy versions of SAP like ECC and R3 did not use that S4 platform. So that's a key differentiator in a new development in the S4 HANA world. So Oracle is built on its own database. Oracle is a database company to begin with, and Fusion is built on that database. But what's unique about Oracle that's a little bit different than SAP is that Oracle has historically been very strong at enterprise performance management, business intelligence, and overall data analytics. So anything to do with data, Oracle's very strong in, and that's also true for Oracle Fusion. And so I'd say both are very strong in the area of database and data analysis. However, I'd give the slight edge to Oracle in that they have acquired some systems over the years that they now integrated into Oracle Fusion that have allowed them to be stronger in this area. For example, Hyperion was a system that they acquired over a decade ago, maybe 20 years ago, and that's a capability that they've baked into Oracle Fusion as well. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation. Contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. What's really interesting about S4HANA and Oracle Fusion is a way that these two companies have sort of flipped positions in their strategies and how they have developed and gone to market with their product suite. In other words, both vendors are not necessarily going to market with just one solution, even though we're just talking about one solution from each vendor. They have a multitude of systems that help support that core solution. And this is particularly true for SAP. 
S4 HANA is a great product that has a lot of capabilities, but it can't do everything that organizations need. So SAP has gone out and acquired other systems, other best of breed systems that they integrate into S4 HANA to complete the full picture of what a customer might need. For example, SAP has acquired business objects, they've acquired Concur, they've acquired success factors, and other systems to help fill the void with human capital management and business intelligence, Ariba on the procurement side of things, and a number of different systems. And what's really interesting about this is that SAP has now become somewhat of a best of breed provider, which is what Oracle used to be. Oracle was the one that back in the 90s and early 2000s was out acquiring other software vendors. They acquired JD Edwards and PeopleSoft and Siebel and other systems. And for a long time, they went to market with multiple systems to give customers multiple options depending on what their needs were. So it's sort of flipped now because Oracle Fusion is the first time that Oracle's really gone to market with a single platform for the most part. And they're really focusing on building more of that greenfield strategy of baking all the capabilities into a single platform, which was what SAP used to do. So if you look at the evolution of these two companies over the last 10 or 20 years, it's very interesting to see their product strategy and their suite of products evolve and change over time. So what this means to you as an organization is that if you deploy S4 HANA, you have to realize and recognize that you're probably going to have to deploy other systems on top of that. If you go with Oracle Fusion, you're probably going to be more primarily focused on Fusion rather than a best of breed suite of products, for better or for worse. So it depends on what the needs are of the organization, but just be aware that it's not just one system we're talking about in both cases. Now SAP and Oracle have two unique go-to-market strategies. I'm gonna talk about SAP first. SAP has something called rise and grow. These are two ways they've gone to market to address different parts of the market. Let's start with SAP rise. Rise is SAP's way of going to market to convince its install base to migrate to S4 HANA. So customers that are using ECC or R3, for example, they're trying to convince that here's a roadmap to help them get there and here's a process and a set of solutions that will help them evolve and migrate to S4 HANA. It's based on a number of industry best practices and technologies that are meant to be easier to deploy, but it still is difficult because you're going through a massive re-implementation of new software, but it's something that they brought to market as a way to make it easier for customers to migrate to S4 HANA. There's also SAP Grow, and Grow is what SAP is doing to go to market to attack the mid-market. So S4 HANA, as I mentioned before, is typically used by larger enterprises but now with SAP Grow, they're trying to scale it down for small to mid-sized organizations that could still leverage SAP S4 HANA, primarily the multi-tenant cloud version of S4 HANA, and also provide a number of best practices and other accelerators that will help small to mid-sized companies implement S4 HANA easier and faster than a bigger company might. So these are two important go-to-market strategies that might influence your decision as you evaluate these two solutions, and something worth considering as you evaluate SAP S4 HANA. So far, we've focused on Oracle Fusion, which is Oracle's answer to the upper mid-market and larger enterprises. However, Oracle has also acquired NetSuite. NetSuite is a SaaS-based cloud solution that Larry Allison was actually involved in starting, and then he ultimately acquired that company almost 10 years ago now. And the reason I bring this up in this video is because when you're evaluating Oracle Fusion, a question may come up of whether or not you should be looking at Fusion or whether you should be looking at NetSuite. And if you're in the mid-market especially, it may be that you're sort of in a gray area where you could be evaluating Fusion for more robust capabilities, but it might cost you more and be riskier, or you might look a little bit down market at Oracle NetSuite. 
So just as SAP is pursuing the mid-market with SAP Grow, as I mentioned a minute ago, Oracle is also pursuing the mid-market with its acquisition of NetSuite. And NetSuite is being very aggressive in moving upstream further up the mid-market. And what you're seeing is that there's a lot of competition now between Oracle NetSuite and Oracle Fusion. And ultimately, you have to make an objective decision on which one is right for you, especially if you're in the mid-market. If you're a larger organization, you're probably going to go with Fusion. If you're a smaller organization, you're probably going to go with the NetSuite evaluation. But it's that mid-market where a lot of organizations find that they could be going either way. So when you're evaluating Oracle Fusion, you may want to consider NetSuite as well if you're in the middle market. Another thing to consider is change management and adoption. And this is where I'll say that it's probably more of a net neutral overall between the two vendors. And what I mean by change management and adoption is that how easy is it for end users to use these two technologies? First of all, I'll say that if you're a legacy SAP or Oracle customer, you're using a legacy product from one of these two vendors, chances are pretty high that it's going to be a little bit easier for your organization to adapt to the newer version from that same vendor. So if you're using SAP ECC, it's probably going to be a little bit easier for your organization to adapt to S4HANA. If you're using Oracle EBS or any of the other past legacy Oracle systems, it might be a little bit easier to move to Oracle Fusion. However, it's not going to be easy. These are complete re-implementations. So even if you're using a legacy product, you are re-implementing a brand new product that's rewritten for the cloud and has completely different capabilities, completely different levels of maturity, and that's really important and worth noting. Now, I will say when it comes to the maturity of these two solutions and the way they've migrated to the cloud, I'll say that Oracle Fusion has a leg up. They are a more mature product, I'd say, largely because Fusion has been in development for a long time, for I think 12 or 15 years. S4HANA is a little bit newer to market, so there's still some development that they're doing to catch up to what some of the legacy products could do. So you really have to look at the functional fit of these two systems compared to what your needs are, and ultimately that will help you determine which one is going to be easier for your organization to adapt to from an organizational change perspective. So I hope this has provided some guidance and some things to think about as you compare SAP S4HANA and Oracle Fusion. If you're looking for more guidance, more of a deep dive analysis of how these two systems compare to one another, as well as how they compare to other systems in the marketplace, I encourage you to look at our top 10 ERP systems list, which you can find in our 2024 Digital Enterprise Operations Report, which you can download by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. So I hope you found this information useful. Hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.